It is a chilly uh, Friday afternoon here in North Alabama. Um, I had to figure out what day it was and what time of day it is. Um, um, you know, this is uh, an impromptu conversation, like a lot of our being rare conversations, um, when we don't have um, anything just strategically planned for um, an episode. But I wanted to come on really quickly to kind of just have a conversation about grief. Um, this is a conversation that I have heard many, many families have in the rare disease space and honestly in um, in other communities as well, um, especially when there is um, a medically complex diagnosis or families are navigating life with children with uh, special health care needs or, um, you know, I've also heard the conversation of grief with uh, patients who are experiencing a lot of those same challenges. And so um, I wanted to come on and just kind of share an experience that I had. And, um, you know, I, 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 I wavered back and forth with having this topic today um, um, because I didn't want to uh, be emotional. Like seriously, I have my box of tissues like already, uh, just in case, um, you know, but I share everything else. And so it just, it made sense to me to also share this. Um, and I didn't, I didn't want to do it in the moment. And so, um, I tried to, you know, let some time pass before I actually talked about it to see if, you know, if my emotions would be settled. But at any rate, um, the conversation about grief, I thought, was fitting for such a time as this because we are approaching the holidays and the holidays are not a fun, happy family time for everyone. And so acknowledging that reality, um, it made sense to have this conversation here. Um, in the sense of, you know, the holidays brings about traveling sometimes or people coming to your place or whatever, um, just coming together and the challenges that comes with that when you are navigating a rare disease journey, specifically in the context of my, my case. Um, I feel like I'm rambling. So here we go. Um, you know, I have shared my kids do a lot of extracurricular, not like a ton that have us like stretched all over the place, but enough to keep us busy. And, um, we were attending, um, um, our daughter's play. Uh, she's in theater and an actor, whatever. And, um, and so we had sat through all of the other monologues and different things that was coming. And then the actual play was after all of the monologues. And so she was not a part of the monologue piece. She was a part of the, the actual play production. And, um, and she had like one of the lead roles. And, um, you know, after sitting, we didn't know what to expect. And so I wasn't prepared in terms of like, you know, snacks and a blender and all this stuff for Elijah. So we had to, um, like all I had was his backpack with like the necessities. Um, and generally, 
you know, all you need are diapers, pampers. I mean, I'm sorry, diapers, wipes, and, you know, maybe some changing clothes, a bottle of water. Um, but for quick stuff, we don't always need his blender and food, you know, in the bag and all that kind of stuff. And so, so we did not know that this this production was going to be as long as it was. And so we were just not prepared. So Elijah starts to get cranky, which he's hungry. It's like dinner time for him. Um, and he starts to make up noise. And um, out of courtesy for the other people around, um, you know, I, I took him out. and. Um, I think it's easy to say that you've paid too, right? Like, that's a reality. Yes, we've paid too. But we also have to consider that everybody else in there paid as well. And they did not pay to hear my kid make up all this noise, um, which is a distraction from the production. And you can't hear what's happening on the stage because we ourselves couldn't hear it either. Um, and so I took him out and I was doing like totally good until <sighs> until I realized that he wasn't going to settle down. So I didn't need to take him back inside. But making that decision meant I was going to miss Ryan on stage. And I am that mom. I want to be at all of my kids' stuff. Um, I don't like missing there are games or productions or anything. See, this is why I had my tissue. It is not that I have not felt like this before. I think before, um, I just kind of accepted the reality that, you know, you know, Elijah's making noise. Let me, you know, let me not um, inconvenience other patrons. Like maybe at the movie theater, you know, like we try to go super early in the morning um, because a lot of folks don't want that time of day. Like we we make those different accommodations because because we know, but we don't want to not go because of this reality, right? Like so, you we try to um, we try to maneuver in a way that makes sense for our families, but also to be respectful of other people that's, that are around. So anyways, um, I knew I knew that I was grieving and that I was not okay when I couldn't like hold back my tears or I don't think I've ever just had a come apart 
like that uh, in that moment. You know, like I may have, I may have felt it swelling up and I kind of suppressed it or, or it hit me after the fact, you know, when, you know, I'm home, I'm in the shower and you just kind of release it. But I think this was the first time that it hit me in the moment and I could not shake it. And, and I had like so many different emotions. I just, I felt aggravated. I was angry. I was like, I was just disappointed. I was just, I don't know. I was just frustrated because I knew my sweet little boy can't help this, but it, but knowing that he can't help it didn't remove the frustration that I was feeling for having to miss Ryan on stage. It's just like a, just a big bag, big ball of emotion. Um, I've had this conversation with a lot of people. And again, we plan to talk about, you know, grief and, and the holidays and, and what that looks like for families in the rare disease space um, over November and December anyway on the podcast. And it just, it was, it was just very, very overwhelmingly interesting to me that I had that experience um, right as we entered into the month of November. Um, And again, just battling with the idea of, you know, do I want to share this on air? Um, and I decided to because I know that I'm not the only person who experiences this. Um, I know that I'm not the only person who feels uh, the grief of this life um, or this 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 diagnosis is more what it is because I don't think life stinks or sucks or whatever the case is um, is hard. I think it's the situation you know, that, that we find ourselves in. And, um, and I think it's okay that, that we grieve, um, you know, the life that we expected. Um, you know, I don't think, I don't think feeling sorrowful, um, equates to ungratefulness, right? Like I'm still very, very much grateful that, um, that we have Elijah. Um, and with that, I understand that this comes with having him. Um, so still very, very much grateful, but moments, moments like that, it brings a sense of sorrow. You know, we think about grief, and we we um we think about grief when when someone dies but but grief is is really when you just when you lose something and um and 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 in this space in a lot of spaces in a lot of spaces um people are grieving things that they've lost um even if it's not you know, a loved one or a person. Um, it could be uh, something that we were hoping to have um, that we don't. And so, um, anyways, 
it was just oh, it was just a really difficult day for me yesterday evening because the day was fine but I had a really hard evening and I don't mind sharing that with you because I share the evenings that are good um, and so I think I'm doing myself a disservice if I don't also share when the evenings are not so good. Um, anyways. I thought I was going to be past this part, but clearly I'm not. And I knew that's why I had my tissues, but... Um, if the holiday season brings you unpleasant times, memories, um, you don't have the joy that you see on commercials and, and all that stuff. Um, if it's not related to the holidays, like like my story that I've just shared. Um, and you find yourself just kind of grieving um, what you thought something might look like, and and it doesn't or doesn't didn't. <laughs> uh, um, it's it's okay, you know. I think we have to grieve to um, allow that healing to come, whatever that healing looks like. Um, and I totally feel like I'm just ranting right now because the whole purpose of this episode was just to kind of share that moment um, and be vulnerable um, to a community who I, I know understands and experiences a lot of the same things. And so I just wanted to kind of share my experience and hope that um, it brings some level of comfort, even if it's just to say that, you know, you are not in it by yourself. A lot of us are experiencing the same traumas and we're grieving and, you know, we have days of sadness and disappointment. But at the end of the day, uh, we are very, very much grateful. At least I am. Uh, um, and so that's it. That's all I had for today. Um, my plan is to post this episode, but but we'll see. You know, I do a playback, but I never edit or I try very, very hard to not make edits because um, the whole premise of the Being Rare podcast is to be raw and um, unscripted, unedited, and just overall authentic in the conversation. So that was my goal today. Um, I do want to do something a little unconventional um, today, and that is to close out this episode with a word of prayer. Uh, if you are um, a person of faith, um, I ask that you stand in agreement with me. Um, 
if you are not a person of faith and you are a follower of the Being Rare podcast and this just doesn't interest you, you are more than welcome to uh, skip ahead. I would ask that you hang around, um, but um, you are more than welcome to to skip ahead and um, I hope to see you on the next episode. Um, and to those who um, don't really know what their faith looks like, um, I hope that that um, you find some comfort in the words and, and hope that you hang around to hear it through to the end as well. So um, pray with me if you will. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, um, first and foremost, God, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for another day. Thank you for um, the Being Rare podcast and the platform that you have created for me to use my voice to um, raise awareness, but also empower and enlighten and love on people in a community that sometimes feel isolated and overlooked. Um, I wanted to come specifically today, God, um, because I experienced overwhelming grief. And I believe that there are others out there with me who may not experience it when I experience it. They may not experience it like I experience it, but they experience it nonetheless. And so I wanted to uplift us all as we strive to be parents and patients and caregivers to um to people and to ourselves um in a life that we don't always understand god i pray that you give us peace and you give us comfort um give us refuge and serenity in your love uh to those who don't yet know your love, I pray that they listen to this to the end and and that you soften up their hearts to be inclined to want to know more about you. To those of us who have experienced your love, I pray that you take us deeper in it, especially in those moments when we are feeling low. We thank you for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross for our sins and rose to give us salvation. Thank you for this rare disease community. Thank you for those that that um, are not in the rare disease community, but support this cause. Support us as a family. I pray your strength over our lives. Give us comfort. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. Until the next episode, be rare.